For today's podcast, we have the pleasure of talking to Katie White. Katie is the principal at West Terrace Elementary School. How are you today, Katie? I'm very well, thank you. Good. Thanks for coming in today to talk about this. And I'm really, I'm excited to talk to you about this topic. So we're going to continue the discussion that we have had recently um, about our GAIN initiative, which really includes our focus on CELL, which is social emotional learning. We've had conversations, podcast about this recently. We have video uh, that we're really wanting families and parents now to start to see what it is we're doing with this. So I know you and I have known each other for a long time, and I know this is something that you've always really embraced as an educator. So I guess just let's start about this, Katie. As a principal, what does this look like at your elementary school that serves kindergarten through fifth grade students? Okay, um, that seems like a simple question, um, but it's really um, when you take the whole gain philosophy mm-hmm. and employ it into the school setting, it's several things. So um, first, every day um, in every classroom, every homeroom, there is a 20 to 30 minute time period, depending on the grade level, where the only thing we're doing during that time is doing community building, team building, and the social emotional learning curriculum. Um, and that's new for and that's us. all grade levels? Every grade level. Okay. K-5. Okay. Um, and it's um, an organized curriculum that has been shared with each grade level. Um, so everybody's getting the same message, and it's really teaching children um, that which staff has been learning about for a couple of years, the um, philosophy behind neuroscience and what happens in our brain when stress occurs and what happens in our body and how do we manage that. Um, But then it goes into a social curriculum as well and teaches children how to um, interact together in a positive way, how to navigate things in their lives. So there's that 20 to 30 minute time period where that's intentional that we're doing that on the daily basis. And then, um, you know, just I mentioned the last couple of years, staff has been learning about this. Okay. So it's really us paying attention to and listening to um, our, first of all, our, ourselves and um, advocating for ourselves in situations to be able to manage stress ourselves so that when we hit challenges that we're doing exactly what it is that we ask the kiddos to do. So, Well, well let me stop you right mm-hmm. there then, and I think that's interesting because you're yep. talking about how this is beneficial not just for the kids right. in the building but for the adults as yep. well. So let's back up for the kids. Mm-hmm. You're an experienced educator. You're a mother. Why do you – what's the value of this? I mean, why is this worth the time? Because we know we're, we're always looking at every minute counts in school. So what is this that, that is making your students successful? Um, you know, my, my staff would tell you common language, that we're all using the same language. We're all in the same space. It's intentionality, mm-hmm. um, making sure that not only in our building but every building across the city, um, that we're preparing – our citizens to be able to navigate the issues that they'll face in life. So, you know, this... Not just at school. Not just at school. Not just at school, although it certainly is helping my conversations with kiddos when I see um, either challenges behaviorally or academically. I can talk to them about what's happening with their own um, perspectives and what they're doing or what's happening in the environment around them that they might need help Navigating. So you as a principal, when you're having conversations, one-on-one, mm-hmm. small group, cafeteria, your office, mm-hmm. wherever those may take place, you're noticing a difference in those conversations because of this. Yeah. So one of the first lessons that 
they do, talks about the upstairs brain, downstairs brain, talks about the amygdala um, and how when we get into a fight or flight situation, it's the amygdala that does the talking. And so one of the very early situations that happened at, at in the classroom, I was dealing with the kiddos during their lunch period, and they were able to tell me that, well, you know, now that I've gotten on the other side of it, I see my amygdala was doing the talking, and I really needed to take some breaths and okay. get myself back into a state of calm before I spoke to the teacher the way I spoke to them. So, so you're really seeing it that students, even the younger students, yeah. are understanding why it is we're spending the time on this. They are. And sometimes they're leading us. You know, we might have not fully understood a lesson. I've had to go into the cell curriculum and dig a little deeper to understand it when kids come talking to me about things. So they are bringing these things in as awareness once they're to a state of calm. And I'm able to have, on the flip side, that same conversation with them when they're not in that state of calm. And part of them hears that. What do you think? That is so interesting. Mm -hmm. What do you think parents may hear from their students, their kids, when they come home? Do you think they're hearing about that? Oh, I know they're hearing about it because <laughs> okay. we're hearing they're hearing about it. So You're hearing um, from parents. We today. are. Okay. We are. It's kind of fun. Um, the, you know, we've done basic um, lessons on empathy, respect. Okay. Um, there's a bullying curriculum that's out that um, is part of what's state mandated, but um, we're, it's, it's time of the year that we're dealing with that. But as part of that, we came back to empathy. And we had a second grade parent uh, contact a teacher and say, you know, when we were dealing with the situation and discipline, my kiddo asked if I was having empathy and discipline. So it it is going home. At our PTA meetings, we hear parents coming in. And that's actually um, my PTA is um, ask how they can support this. So it's kind of a two-way street now. Um, They're coming in to help us support kids in this positivity and respect and well, what is that kindness? So I think that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Your PTA is mm-hmm. has jumped on board with this. What does that mean to you as an educator, as a principal, when you see your PTA coming to you and saying, "Katie, how can we help?" What does that mean? I can't quantify um, how important it is to have those relationships. Whether it is that one parent reaching out and talking to the teacher, or whether it is that group of people coming in and being willing to support, because it magnifies the work we're able to do. Um, And it makes it one message, one unified message to kids. Um, And it it is, you're able to have more impact. Yeah. I want to think back to a time when, and I had the pleasure of working with you and seeing you in the classroom many years ago. So I would argue that as a classroom teacher, long before we were having professional development around cell and that type of thing, and even using that language, that you were using some of those approaches and strategies yeah. in your classroom. So so how have you seen that change from you say, you, mm-hmm. I would say, using that in your classroom to, to seeing it spread broader? I mean, how would you describe that transition? Um, two things. And I think I've grown since then as well. There's always something, you know, it's some of the schools who've done class will say, as good as we are, we can always get better, mm-hmm. right? And so... One thing I'm learning through all of this neuroeducation is to see behavior in a different way. I always wanted to help kids be better people and make better decisions. But now I understand that some of this is biological and you're not going to get past a biological need. 
you have to address that. And so what I see is it's not just those pockets of teachers who are seeing that helping kids be better every day, be better people, um, but it's uh, how and why we do that. And it's every classroom across the district um, is working on that is you know what our what our focus and our goal and our intent is. It's that intentionality again. It's, so that we see consistency. Yep. Not just in rooms where teachers really this just comes right. naturally to them, but seeing right. it spread across every school, every yeah. class. And instead of a, at a grade level, one teacher doing it, it's mm-hmm. four teachers growing in that direction. And I will tell you, we're all still in different places. This doesn't magically make us all be sure. on one road, but we're all on the same path, headed into the same direction, right. and. You know, the support that we've had from the district has been phenomenal, and we're hoping to provide that same support to the families as we grow this. And how would you address this if someone didn't know about this and they were to say, okay, Mrs. White, this is taking whatever, 20 minutes in the morning. (laughs) Shouldn't that 20 minutes be spent on math or reading? Do you feel like you're losing something on the academics? How, How would you answer that? Um, My argument is in the classrooms where we actually use that time to advance student skill in that social-emotional learning aspect, I'm able to move further with kiddos academically. So the teachers who are doing it can push harder, deliver more curriculum because the kids are ready for that. So you're not seeing it as a loss, one versus the other. You're almost seeing it as a support for the more the academic side. It is. And it's not only helping kiddos with that. It's not only helping students be able to be ready for that, but it's helping teachers manage the stress that comes their way. And is it perfect? No. And are there some classrooms where that um, philosophy or mindset hasn't been embraced yet? Sure. And we're growing in the direction that we need to be growing with more education. So when we know better, we do better. And that's what I feel like is happening in the district is as we know better, we are doing better. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you one more question, then I know we've got to get you back okay. to school. Um, a lot of work going on there. So if you look down the road a year, two, three years down the road, where would you like to see this go from your lens? My vision is that, like I said, this is in every classroom, um, that every student has the skills that they need to um, manifest the future they want for themselves. So... We know that there are going to be challenges and outside challenges are going to come in, even if we've managed by some miracle all the challenges in our schools. Children, adults need the skills to be able to have the future they want. My vision is that every child has the future they want because they were able to maximize their experience in our classrooms. So every classroom, understanding that children are... Um, capable of learning this, first of all, because that was one of the obstacles we had to get over is how do you teach a kindergartner about the brain? Come to West Terrace, I'll show you. They'll teach you about the brain. Wow. Um, And if kindergartners can do this, then we can do this in every classroom. And um, I just, every year that we do this, I see it getting better. I tell the teachers, well, next year you're going to have kids who are able to do this even better. So because you've got to grow. Moved exactly. Up, become aware that type of thing. Yep. Yep. So just like we're growing academics and we're getting stronger every year and, you know, kids are going to be able to write better next year in fourth grade than they can this year because we're being more intentional about it. Same thing here. We're going to be more intentional with um, how we grow that 
capacity to manage stress and um, heal our traumas, address our traumas, embrace, you know, the experiences we have and be successful adults. And I think that's a great way to end it because we're talking about being successful in your current year, in your current classroom, but really the ultimate goal, making sure you're successful as a student through every stage of life well after school. Yep. Katie White, proud principal at West Terrace Elementary School. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. We hope to have more conversations in the future. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Katie. Thanks.